Hey girl, welcome to Better You Podcast, where we're all about reaching for a better version of ourselves while keeping things realistic and doable. My name's Katrina, a mama of two who's obsessed with self-care, personal development, and supporting women on their journey any way I can. I'm here to give you simple tools and strategies that you can use to take care of your life, including your mind, as you design a life you love one day at a time. The goal is to ditch the busy, the stress, the tired, and build confidence that we need to choose joy and alignment. In this podcast, expect real talk, a little tough love, and simple takeaways that you can start using right now. Life is full of ups and downs, but with the right tools and mindset, we can truly live a life that we love. I'm right here with you, girl, your new BFF. Let's go. Hey girl, welcome back to another episode of Better You. I'm so excited for today because this episode was um, a product of something I just recently did. I have been cleaning out, I'm cleaning out my closet. (laughs) I've been cleaning out my closet, cleaning up my house. I literally have tackled every closet, every drawer, every room. It feels so good. I love it. Um, but that might not be for you. So regardless of where you're at and how you feel about cleaning out and organizing, this episode's for you. Our environment plays a bigger factor than we realize in our everyday life. Think of all the places that you spend time in each day, and I want you to think of all the places that you have control of that you spend time in, right? So there's sometimes that you're at a place and you can't do anything about that environment, but What about your car, your office or your workspace, your room, your closet, bathroom, kitchen? Like you get the idea, right? So I want you to make a list of all these places that you spend time in that you have control of, okay? You get to pick the order when you make this list. You can order it from messiest to cleanest. You can order it from most important to least important, like whatever works for you. But I want you to make a list of every single space and put it in order of what, however your brain works, whatever works for you, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you to clean out your house or clean out all the things, but no, I'm not telling you that it needs to happen in a day. There's no timeline, okay? For many people, the idea of cleaning and organizing can be very o- overwhelming. I've worked with people like that and like in their classroom or in their car or whatever, or I have a sibling, right? Some people, <laughs> they're, that's not how they work. They're maybe a little disorganized or um, just cleaning and organizing is not their strength. So, so that's okay. And I know that that can be overwhelming, like super overwhelming for some people. So they just don't even start because they don't even know where to start. Or they don't even know how, really. But for some people, it might be a challenge or it might be fun. Like, hey, I'm going to try to clean my whole house on a Saturday or a Sunday or something. And I say fun because there are some people out there who love to organize and clean. And it feels really good to get it all done. Hi, I'm me. It's me. I'm some people. (laughs) But I know there's other people that are like me, too, where it's just like, it feels good and it, and you almost like get a high from it. Or there's some people who, when they're stressed or they're frustrated, they turn to cleaning. So I get that. I'm one of those. However, there are other people who that's just not their forte. They don't know how it, it's not a priority for them. So that's okay. This episode and, and what I'm going to talk about meets you where you're at. Okay. Um, so whether you just cleaned your house, you know, a week ago or organized your house, there's a difference between cleaning and organizing. Um, or maybe you can't even think of the last time you cleaned out and organized your closet or anything for that matter. 
that's fine, okay? We're all different and we all operate differently. But here's the thing. I don't care who you are, how you operate. It's beneficial, okay? It's beneficial to have a clean environment, an organized environment. Even if you don't get the high from cleaning and organizing like some of us do, I swear, I've Googled it, I've researched it, I've looked it up. It really is beneficial for us to have an an organized environment, okay? Like seriously. Um, One study found that women who describe their living spaces as disorganized tended to have generally generally higher levels of the stress hormone cortisol, okay? Like if you have a messy or cluttered environment, that can actually like get your brain thinking like, oh my gosh, just everything is a mess. Like life is a mess. And that's what our brain does, right? If one bad thing happens in a day, our brain can all of a sudden be like, today's the worst day ever. I'm just having an awful day. When really all that happened today that was bad was that you spilled your coffee, right? Same idea. Okay, so your bathroom sink is a mess, but that's where you start your day. So now your brain just thinks just life is a mess. Okay. And then it can also increase um, the feeling of being depressed or anxious or something like that. So if you, you know, feel overwhelmed and have stress in your life, your cleaning up your environment can actually help with that. And then that way, the other struggling issues that are like out of your control they aren't just the cherry on top, right? So if you get, if you take care of what you can take care of, then that's setting you up for success to deal with all the other struggles and issues that are outside of your control. Does that make sense? Um, but here's what's really cool. So if being disorganized or being messy can make you feel anxious or stressed or overwhelmed or feel depressed or whatever, then it makes sense that if you minimize those triggers and organize and, um, you know, get a clean environment, then that can ease the symptoms of those emotions like anxious, stressed, overwhelmed. Does that make sense, right? So if you can feel bad emotions with being disorganized, then you can feel good emotions with being organized basically, right? So here's some benefits. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. And coming from a teacher, so when in my classroom – when we left the classroom, our desk had to be organized, like clean. There was nothing on our desk, not even a pencil. We put everything away. So that way, when we came back, we had a fresh, you know, desk to start with, right? I hated leaving all the mess out or all the stuff out. It just, or or like if I'm working on math, then we don't need any other books or anything else out on our table because that's a distraction, right? I, this is totally how I operated as a teacher and how I try to operate as a parent and a person. So I vibe with this. But if you don't, then let me tell you some benefits and maybe I can convince you that we can work on that that environment you've got, right? So if you get clean and organized or when you clean and organize, it gets you like you gain a sense of control. Okay. When you clean and organize, you're actively working towards something. You're actively working toward changing an outcome, right? That's basically what you're doing. Just that alone can give you a sense of control. And lots of our anxiety, it stems from lack of control, right? Or worry, and which is then worrying about things you can't control, right? So just starting and as you're cleaning and as you're organizing, you're already feeling better. And while you might not always be able to control certain situations, you know, with organizing and stuff, why not take control of the things that you can, right? And that helps alleviate overall anxiety. 
And this could be as simple as like a bookshelf and you decide to like organize it by color or organize it in a way that like looks better, you know, visually. Okay. doesn't matter. Start small, but you can get a sense of control, which helps with anxiety. If you just start organizing your environment. Another thing it does is it boosts your mood. Something as simple as like seeing clothes all over your floor or, you know, you've got stuff sitting out all over your bathroom sink, your curling iron, your makeup, your toothbrush, whatever. Something like that can cause your cortisol. I can't say that word today. Cortisol. Cortisol. That stress hormone. It can cause that to just skyrocket. And on top of that, if you have a cluttered environment, then now you're like, oh, I got to add that to my list. I got more on my to-do list, which is already overwhelming to begin with, right? And we can't ever keep up with that to-do list anyway. So might as well add, clean the sink, put away makeup or whatever it is. We're doing that to ourselves. We don't have to do that to ourselves, right? Here's a cool thing. Cleaning and organizing can actually be considered mindfulness exercising, which is really cool. And that helps you focus on the present. And that clears your mind of any other thoughts. So you're not thinking about presentations, projects, appointments, anything like that. You're thinking about the here and now, like whatever task is at hand. Boom, your mood's boosted. That's awesome. Because you're not worried, you're not in the past, you're not in the future, you're right here now, and that decreases stress. The next thing it does is it increases your focus. So if you've got stuff all over the place, that's like so much extra stimuli that you don't need. And they're not like it's not related to what you're doing. If you're working from home and you've got, you know, kids toys out and random I don't know, tissues and sticky notes and just random stuff all over, like that's taking away from what you really need to focus on. And that's why, like I was saying with my classroom, if we are working on, I don't know, social studies, then we don't need a math paper out. We don't need our independent reading book out. We don't need anything else out because that will distract us from what we're actually trying to focus on. You don't need that pen out because now you want to mess with the cap. Like you don't need anything extra. And so if you notice it's hard to focus, check out your environment. Is it conducive to helping you focus? Okay. Clutter can make it very difficult to concentrate because now you've got these visual reminders everywhere. All right. And then that can contribute irritability or stress. And if you've already got like big feelings, like you're sad, you're stressed, you're frustrated, whatever, like a messy environment can absolutely make that even worse. And then when you're feeling like that, you're not productive, right? So, Get organized for your focus. The other thing that I really, really like, and um, I can't believe I found this in an article, but I always try to do this when I'm, when I'm cleaning the house, not necessarily organizing, but when I'm cleaning, I try to like see if I can get active minutes and see if I can get my heart rate up because getting organized, cleaning, that can amp up your heart rate. And so if you can get a little cardio in while you're cleaning, like that's totally good stuff. Like it's not going to be equivalent to hitting the gym or, you know, a Peloton ride or something. But if you can get your heart rate up and maybe even break, break a sweat, then you can get that hit of endorphins. And now you're like vacuuming and now you're getting that feel good chemical. And now you're feeling a little less anxious. Like that's good stuff, right? So there are so many benefits um, to cleaning and organizing. Okay. Now here's the thing. How the hell do you get started? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you to start small. Start small. So pick like a smaller, quote, project, right? Like a sock drawer instead of an entire room, 
all right? Don't pick your living room to start. That might be daunting. That's like, whoa, big room. Just pick like something small, sock drawer, okay? So you might be bothered by that sock and underwear drawer or something. It has random socks and underwear with holes in it, but it doesn't bug you like bad enough to do something about it. So that's where you start though. I want you to start like, yeah, it might bother you every once in a while. You're like looking for socks and you're like, gosh, all these extra random socks or whatever, but like it's never been like a deal, right? Start with something small like that, okay? And then you just dive in. And as you dive in, you're like, okay, all these lonely socks that I've had since I was engaged and now I'm married with an eight-year-old, like, yeah, time flies, I know. Get rid of them, right? And you don't even have a plan when you start. You're just like, okay, I got to do something about this drawer. You don't have a plan, but you got to get in there before you can even decide what direction you're going to take. Are you throwing the socks away or, oh, wow, I found a match, right? And once you start, then it feels good. And it feels good to take control and make something better or get more organized. And then ideas start flowing because action creates their ash, action creates clarity. And then boom, you've got a plan. And now you're going to go to pants next because you're done with uncomfortable pants and pants that you don't like, right? So as you're going through pants, then you think of, okay, who might want these or where am I going to donate them? And you get organized, you throw stuff away, you mate the socks, right? Oh my gosh, that feels so good. And now you've proved to yourself, okay, this isn't that bad. It didn't take as much time as I thought. That actually feels good. It actually turned out okay, right? And then step by step, you tackle your closet. It all started with the sock drawer and then it turned into a closet, okay? Now, what else is cool is you're aware of what you have, what outfits you have. So if you've got like an upcoming wedding or a vacation or whatever's happening, it's not like, oh shit, it's tomorrow and I don't know what I'm wearing and I have nothing. Now you can kind of be a little proactive and reduce stress in that kind of situation. You will no longer have like clothes items, you know, for outfits that, okay, I don't like that shirt, these heels rub, whatever it is, right? Or you can also feel good because you gave away clothes like to a friend or a cousin or a sister or whoever, or you donated clothes. And that's always good. I like that feeling of like, Oh, I help someone in need, you know? I don't go to get Goodwill. I um, donate a lot of clothes to a place around here called Mothers Helping Mothers. But there's so many cool places. And then it's just like you feel good that you did it. Or if you're into it, you could, you know, do Macari or Poshmark or whatever kind of place and try to make some money from stuff. Then that's even another benefit. Hey, I'm making some money off clothes I don't wear. Perfect, right? What else you can do is like make a list of what you need or items that you got to look for in the future because you know of course if you need like I don't know a white tank top and you go to the store you'll never be able to find a white tank top but the day that you go that you're not going to buy anything and you're just looking then you find like seven white tank tops you know how that like works right so it's like okay I cleaned out my closet I realize now I do need a dress for that upcoming wedding or I do need a suit for vacation or for that pool party coming up or whatever it is right so now you just have an idea of like what you need Um, or next time you're shopping, you're just kind of on the lookout, right? (sighs) Like just talking about this makes me feel better. And actually I just did all this too. So that's exciting too. But listen, you can do this in any room. You start small and then once the momentum hits, you like keep going, right? Or it feels so good, even though you have to stop, then you're like, okay, but next time I'm going to hit that cabinet, that drawer and that pantry or whatever it is. Right. And it's just good. It's good stuff. So start small. Okay. The next thing I want you to think about, which I I talk about this all the time, 
include joy, okay? If you're cleaning and organizing and you got your hands going, okay, do you want to listen to music? Do you want to listen to a podcast? Do you have a good audiobook? Um, what can you do to include joy while you're doing this? I would say turn on the TV. I guess it wouldn't be like a new movie because I feel like you aren't going to be like looking at it as much. But if TV works, turn on TV, whatever, put on, you know, a friend's marathon. Doesn't matter, right? Could you call a friend and catch up while you're doing this? Put them on speaker. Um, what could you do to add joy to cleaning and organizing? What if you had in mind that you're going to donate to a women's shelter or this certain charity or wherever, right? And then like when you're doing the work and you're cleaning out and you're like, this sucks. It's dumb. I don't like cleaning. I don't like organizing. You can like keep thinking about how helpful these items are going to be for whoever you're going to donate to. Like you could do that. Like that would be kind of motivating. Like include things that motivate you, right? Um, I talked about uh, I don't remember what episode it was. I talked about inviting people over and that like helps motivate you to clean your house. Totally does. So that like is a silly trick, but like think about what motivates you and use it and bring all the enjoy, all the joy and incorporate it into cleaning and organizing so you can get it done. Um, if that doesn't work for you or if it's still overwhelming, ask for help, ask for help. I a hundred percent encourage you though. Like, okay, if you are, cleaning and organizing any part of the house that relates to your kids, include them, okay? Their room, their bathroom, their part of the garage, wherever their toys are, whatever, doesn't matter. I want you to include them because it's bonding time with them. It's a learning experience for them. Um, I feel like every time I do this with MacGyver, he's like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for this toy. I'm like, see, like everything has a place. We got to make sure it goes in the right place. Like it's just a good time. It teaches them like responsibility. Now, obviously, if you've got like littles, like I would not, Maverick's not ready to do this yet. But like if you have kids old enough, like we do too much for them, like let's include them. Okay. It might take a little longer, but they're a part of the experience and you get to bond with them and you get to like have time with them. Right. They can even pick. If they're a little bit older, they could pick where they want to donate their toys or their clothes, right? And you could even make the trip together. Like, this could be a good thing. So asking for help, maybe including your kids is the help you needed when you're dealing with their stuff, okay? But also, if the idea of cleaning and organizing rooms and all that is still too much for you, could you hire some help, like a cleaning service or or a nanny to help during the day or something like that? Um, what about if you have, like, a friend that's really good at stuff, like, my sister's really good. And I remember when I was preparing for, I think it was Maverick, she came over and just helped me get it all organized. I was huge. I was pregnant. And she loves that stuff. And it makes her happy. And I just was tired and I couldn't. So she came over and did it. And I just talked to her the whole time, right? If you have a friend that's like that, too, tell her, like, hey, I got food and drinks and good conversation. Like, tell me what to do. Help me. And we'll just crank this stuff out, right? Or I don't know how your mom is with this stuff, but this is totally something that I'd be like, hey, Rita, I'm going to need you to come help me with this stuff, right? And she loves that stuff too, so I don't know. But whoever you feel is appropriate, ask for help if you need to, okay? Remember, there's no timeline. You don't have to, like, get it done at a certain time. Or on the flip side of that, if that motivates you, like, set a deadline and get it done by that deadline, and then... When you do, reward yourself or have an accountability partner, like someone who will really hold you accountable, though, like not someone who will be like, oh, okay, it's okay that you did it. No, no, no. You got to find someone who's like hardcore and 
another thing that you could do is like give them 50 bucks, give them a hundred bucks. I mean, 500, if that's what you need, give them like a chunk of change, whatever works for you. And then be like, look, okay, I'm going to get my house cleaned. All these drawers organized, like be specific of exactly what you're going to get accomplished and tell them I'm doing it by this day. And if I don't get it done six weeks from now, or I don't know, six months from now, whatever it is, if I don't get it done by then, then you're going to donate my money to whatever charity. You choose whatever. But if I do, then I'm going to need you to give me that money back. Maybe write a check so they can just hold the check. I don't know. Something like that. Like write a check so it's not really out of your account yet or something. However you need to do it. I don't care. But that might. You got skin in the game now. I'm a firm believer of skin in the game. That might help you. So if it feels better to have no timeline, cool. Just cruise on your own pace. Or if you need the timeline, do that too. Whatever. You're doing this for you. Like, it's good for you. It's good for your anxiety, your focus, your productivity, your mind. Like, it's good for you. If you have a spouse or if you have kids, like, it's good for them too, okay? Don't think about it too much. Like, just get started. Just, like I said, small. The the drawer where you put your toothpaste, go, start, get it done. Doesn't matter. Just get small, like, small, 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 small. We always make it worse than it is. We make it so dramatic, and it doesn't have to be. Just pick something and start, Okay? do this. Do it. I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. I've been pumped. Like every drawer and everything in my house, I'm like, oh yeah, this feels good. This is so great. I love it, right? Do it. And when you do, I need you to message me and let me know how it went, whether it sucked, whether it was great or everything in between, doesn't matter. You got this. I'm right here with you, girl. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you found a takeaway that was helpful for you or something that resonated. I'd love to know if you liked my message. It would be awesome if you would DM me or share this episode and tag me at Katrina McMurtry. We're in this together. You're already doing it. You're making moves. I'm so grateful you're here. Keep being awesome. Awesome.